the number of people that see me as a coach because of my own lived experience and the wisdom that I have received as a result of doing the work. Like I'm not speaking about anything that I'm not, that I haven't already or I'm not currently working through or working with or on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I feel that, you know, that's what I, that's what I think people appreciate about, about connecting with me and listening to me is I, I come from a, a, a lived experience you know, I'm a human doing this with them. I'm walking alongside them. I'm not standing here saying I'm an expert in this, but I do believe I'm I'm becoming an expert in living from the heart. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. We have a very special guest for you. I know you guys are absolutely going to love. Mm -hmm. And so Lisa Winnicky is with me today. She is a founder and host of Good News Guide podcast and YouTube channel, a connector, a speaker, an author, a truth seeker with qualities in numerous energy modalities. She is passionate about life and it is with her heart, courage, and vulnerability combined with her innate ability to communicate that she effortlessly supports people connecting back to their true nature and innate wisdom that resides within. Lisa is about deep immersion of the world and personal development for almost 15 years, having traveled the globe and seeking out the greater teachers and their experiences, gifts, deeply transforming herself from decades of depression, anxiety, living a life she loves, which I absolutely love. And I can't wait to talk about that. Thank you, Lisa. And welcome to our show today. Share with us kind of what you went through that you said you had some depression, some anxiety. And I think that you also said you had some bulimia as well. Mm. So you were in a pretty dark place. So firstly, thank you for having me. And I love being in conversation about anything to do with transformation and essentially connecting people back to that space inside where we where it resides, where we are our greatest selves. Um, we are beyond our stories and our pain and our trauma and our wounds. And so, yes, I have been very fortunate I think this is what I'm realizing more and more. I've been very fortunate to have the resources and the support from my ex-husband to, to take myself and travel around the world and to seek out support. I've had a lot of support over the past 14 years. Um, have I needed it? I'm sure people can do it on their own, but I think really when you're in such a state to do it alone, I think it would 
I think it would be much more challenging. So I'm very grateful that I've had I've had extraordinary support from 14 years ago when I essentially when I woke up from this deep dark sleep and I came in contact or I was led to a kinesiologist and it actually wasn't even I hadn't even gone to see the kinesiologist for me. I had gone because I had a son. I had twin boys. They were born three months early. And that's what skyrocketed me down. So the bulimia I had had for maybe 18 or 19 years before this. And then it was triggered because I had twin boys born three months early. And then one of them was diagnosed at about three and a half years of age with um, high functioning autism. And that was just, that was it. That, that I, I, I just couldn't that's deal with lot. any more. And <laughs> Understandable. It, it, triggered, it triggered my pain. It triggered my wounds, the wounds of not belonging, not fitting in, not feeling loved. Maybe there was something wrong with him. I didn't know that I had a belief that there, or actually I was going out into the world as though I was actually broken. So him presenting in that way triggered all my wounds. When I went to see this kinesiologist, she was able, what she gave me was a realisation that all he needed was love from me because I thought that he needed help. I thought that he needed help to know how to make friends, to retain friendships because that was all my stuff, Donna, all my stuff. And so when she was able to say, Lisa, all he needs is your love, but for you to do that, you need to love you. And I was like, that concept was one had never been presented to me. And two, the notion that I could love myself when I was, when I had such deep self-loathing, it was a long way off. And so that started this new trajectory. I mean, I, I woke, I literally woke up in this kinesiology session and went, okay, so the way I've been seeing the world is externally focused. And now what I'm being asked to do is to be internally focused, knowing that if I resolve this, then all of this will not be as I see it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That must've been such an, uh, an awakening, kind of an eye-opening experience to, to realize that. So as you're, you're there and you realize this, what was it that you, I mean, how'd you get started on that change? So it was an acknowledgement. So the first, so firstly, acknowledging where I was at. So for anyone listening, I think that's the first thing, what I'm like really trying to work out what has taken me from where I was to where I am now. And it's a continual unfolding of self and of our true nature and expressing that but it was acknowledging where I was and then knowing, okay, what, what was my vision? My vision was the big vision, which is constantly I'm coming back to is how can I love myself? How can I be connected? And so more recently or in the last four or five years, it's more, it's beyond that. It's how can I know that I actually, and my essence, I am love. It's not about loving this, oh, my essence beautiful. of who I am. If I, if I'm connected more and more to that, then that is who we are beyond our thoughts, beyond our senses, beyond the stories that we're running, we are love. So this, so then it started a process of firstly driving home and telling my husband at the time, I've since separated, um, that I was suffering from bulimia. He, he didn't know. We'd been together for 
oh, maybe eight years by then, knew nothing about it. So how do you keep something like that from someone that you live with every day? When you have such deep shame, mm. when there is such deep shame and you feel so unlovable, mm. there is no possibility or no option mm. or no desire to share that because that's the, the, the thing that I'm sort of thinking, realizing more and more. It was that was the thing that was that created the angst was the yes, the shame, but, but it was the secrecy. Mm. It was like I was not living a life. No, no one knew. No one knew the life that I was living. I was completely alone. So like going living through a lie, really, because you were living this persona that you were this person and this certain person feeling this certain way. And yet you were in this really deep, dark space. So even wow. if somebody's, yeah. So even if somebody or people loved me or said they loved me, I couldn't believe it because they couldn't love me because they didn't know who I was. Oh. They didn't know really who I was. Wow. Wow. So you now are in this area where you're telling your, your soon to be ex-husband, I'm guessing, because now he's, you're separated, um, that you have bulimia and you have for eight years that you've been with him. What does he say to you at that point? He's so beautiful. I mean, I can cry when I think, yeah, I get very emotional. I, I, he's a beautiful man. Mm. And he said, it doesn't change anything. I love you. I love you. Wow. So now you're not together anymore. Was there more to this story than that you needed to find yourself? Yeah. Look, you know, and, and so from that time, I mean, we only separated two years ago. So we were together all up for almost 20 years and we've got three boys together. Oh. And it was a coming back home to self and so the woman that chose him 20 years ago was not truly connected to who I was yeah it wasn't from the same place but when I honored who I was when I knew what I wanted to create in this lifetime which was a full life fully expressed invested in growth and transformation and unraveling the human self to become more, then I looked at the relationship. In fact, it, it was a process and it was really during a Dr. Joe um, Dispenza retreat that I went on. I was in a deep meditation, came out and saw the marriage for the way it was and went, who I am is not the woman who wants to be in this relationship any longer. And it was really, it was a real shock and it didn't come easily. But it was essentially my higher self saw something that I, my small self was not wanting to see because it was a good, you know, it was a, a pretty good relationship. You know, he treated me beautifully. We had three boys together. We had a great lifestyle. You know, I was well looked after. I didn't, it would have been, it would have been easy to stay mm -hmm. in some respects. But once I heard that voice, once I heard that knowing that this was not for me, I couldn't not know. I couldn't not hear it. You had to make that that jump, that decision. I agree because you're not being true to who you are. I mean, if you're being called to do something so much 
you know, more, and maybe they're not willing to allow you to do that, then there's got to be a point where you, you have to be who you are, you have to experience Mm. what you need to experience in that in that journey. So I know that you were able to get your way out of that space. Um, What were, like, how did you, you, was it through doing these treatments that you were going through to be able to like just work through that emotion or or how did you actually like work your way past that it was uh it was a process and using lots of the tools that I um that I have in my toolkit and then reaching out for support so of course the way the world the way the universe is I ended up catching a plane home and the girl sitting in front of me lived in Melbourne as well, Melbourne, Australia, and she happened to be a relationships coach. Ah. <laughs> and she she melded the the strategy of of relationships with the quantum, which is sort of much was much more of interest to me based on where I was. And so I started coaching with her, but not necessarily with the intention of, it wasn't a straight up, this is it, I'm going to leave, but it was a process and it was a pretty quick process. It became clear that my path was to liberate myself outside of the marriage rather than being able to do the things that I needed to do inside. Mm. And what I will say, and I still continue to work with her from time to time, is that there were wounds and there were patterns that were actually dysfunctional inside the relationship that I was bringing to the relationship that I was unable to see until I stepped out. And so now, you know, my ex-husband says, my, my, my partner says he's got the best version of me <laughs> because, <laughs> because there were things uh, such as I didn't recognise how controlling I was inside the relationship still. I'd loosened the grip, but I was still, there was an element of him needing to agree with me on everything. Mm. And that was having been raised by a father that was always right. And then me recognising, oh, my goodness, I'm that way too. And how does that then show up in relationship? Well, it shows up in relationship with my intimate partner where I can't allow them to have a difference of opinion. I didn't know this, but this is something that I've been able to to start to heal and to become aware of. You know, that whole thing, we can become aware of something to begin with, but becoming aware of something isn't enough. We then need to act on it. We need to do something about it for it to to change. So... And there have been other things that have come about and become really clear as a result of stepping out of the marriage, the things that I needed to heal inside me in order to go into a more functional relationship that was healthy. Wow. Okay. I love, I love that you shared that whole like journey. I mean, you, you really did have to, you know, make that move that transition to be able to do what you are were like you said being called to do so now you are actually coaching and you've learned all kinds of modalities and i'm guessing those were partly to do with your healing is that correct Mm. being able to heal those things Mm -hmm. so i first studied kinesiology as a result of of that first session with um this incredible woman who became a very close friend of mine and she has since actually passed away, but she is very, 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 always very near to to me. 
So I studied kinesiology as a result of the profound changes that I experienced inside myself, planning to be a kinesiologist. But what I realized along the way was it was just giving me access to heal, but it was also helping me understand the way humans are wired and what trips us up and what has us standing in the way and all the ways that we, uh, all the blocks that we have from loving ourselves and also being able to create a life that we believe that we're worthy of creating from our hearts and not from our egos. Mm. So it was all part of the process as opposed to, I thought, you know, I was going to be a kinesiologist and that's the way it would be. And I'd see one-on-one clients. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. And there've been many of these things along the way. I studied to be an EFT practitioner. It's, you know, I used, was using tapping only the other day. It's amazing. It's great. But what I'm recognizing it's for me as opposed to me doing that for others or for supporting others in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you do have to find what works for you and what you feel has been such a pivotal like moment for you to get through those things. So you're using those tools that really, I'm sure made a big shift for you mm-hmm. in that. Um, so you're sharing these modalities and um, tell us a little bit more about your business and kind of what you're doing now to support and help other, other is it women or women mm-hmm. and men? Um, it's, it's really interesting. So many people call me a coach. I haven't coached for about two and a half years. <laughs> But I was talking to a woman the other day who's a psychic and she said, oh, so, you know, something about coaching. I said, no, 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 I'm not, I haven't been coaching. So I'm not a qualified coach, but often, but the number of people that see me as a coach because of my own lived experience and the wisdom that I have received as a result of doing the work, like I'm not speaking about anything that I'm not, that I haven't already, or I'm not currently working through or working with or on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I feel that, you know, that's what I, that's what I think people appreciate about, about connecting with me and listening to me is I, I come from a, a, a lived experience. You know, I'm a human doing this with them. I'm walking alongside them. I'm not standing here saying I'm an expert in this, but I do believe I'm, I'm becoming an expert in living from the heart. In fact, that's, that's what I want to master. That's where I'm mastering is living from love, living from my heart, being guided from that place and showing others that when we do that, that we're, that, that is where life begins to become easy. You know, we can live gracefully. We can live in, in really in alignment because, and, and in flow because when we're coming from this place as opposed to our ego minds, it has always got the greatest interest our hearts always know what's best. It's always leading us in the direction of the people and the places and the experience that are here f- to serve us and for us to serve them. So, yes, I'm actually going to start. I'm actually going to start a group coaching program in June this year, which is all around new beginnings because I feel like that's been something that I have. I continue. I mean, new beginnings are every moment, every day, but those pivotal times, whether that's leaving a relationship, whether that's starting over as a new being, like I want to actually connect with something that I'm not currently connected with, whether that's changing careers, um, a new beginning in your relationship with your children, because I've completely changed the way that I relate to my kids now as a result of me changing me from the inside out. So that's something that I will be doing, but I love people. I love connecting. I'm a connector. So I love drawing people into my world and 
connecting with like-minded people and sharing their wisdom and being in conversation with them and extracting the gold from them in order to share and, you know, disseminate. Because I think there's so much information out there is an overwhelming amount of information as to how to have that great relationship, how to be financially abundant, how to be an amazing parent. It's, it, I feel like it's very overwhelming and essentially all of it is it return, it's all about returning home, knowing self, embodying ourselves to know what it is that we want to do, be and have in life and then taking the steps forward in a way that's an intuitive process. So I work very intuitively and I teach people how to connect with their intuition and live from that place as opposed to, you know, here I am, I want a new relationship, how am I going to get there? And that can often all our stuff gets thrown up. You know, who do I think I am? How would I even start? You know, do I deserve that? Am I capable? Um, and so I really believe I am that demonstration of doing it um, and being able to walk beside people in order to cross that bridge with them. Yeah, I think, you know, nowadays there's so many people that probably need this exact thing. And I mean, I'm in inner energy work too. So I, I found that through COVID, it was like, you know, people were not working as much. I was seemed like I was working more. And I think that's what we need as more healers out there to help people that are struggling with that depression, that anxiety, and what a better um, person to help them with that than someone that has actually went through it. Because mm. you can relate, you can understand where they're coming from. And you can help them on ways that someone that hasn't been through that doesn't really understand. Mm. So mm. I think that's a beautiful thing. And, and, you know, being a coach is just not necessarily that you have to have a certification, but uh, really just being able to guide somebody. And if mm. you've been there before, then you absolutely mm. can be a coach. Mm. So mm. Um, anyway. I just had to put that in there. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I think I you definitely it. can be a coach. So um, can you share with us what was the one thing that really like made that shift for you? That The one thing that you did that could propel you, that really helped move you forward, that if somebody's going through depression or anxiety that they could use to maybe help them? So it was in that, I mean, there's so many along the way, but that, sure. <laughs> that first, when I first met Sharon, the my kinesiologist who then became a very close friend of mine, and she said to me, there is nothing wrong with you. Mm. You are not the bulimia. You are not, not the depression. Mm. You are not the anxiety. So, you know, we hear often people say, I am anxious. I am, you know, I would say I am bulimic. So I was identified with the disorder. I was identified with a mental illness. And in that space being identified with it, my feelings and thoughts were attached to that identity. So once she broke that chain of I am not that and I am not my stories and I am not my past hurts, and I'm not the things that my parents did. I'm not the things that I tell myself. There's something greater and all I need to do, not all I need to do, 
the path forward, the path back is to love myself. Mm. And if we all just love ourselves more. Yeah. And not and not from an intellectual way of loving. I love myself, but how can I embody love? What would it feel to come back into my body and teach my body how to love? It's a very different thing. I'd spent for years trying to work out how to love myself, but it was from still from a place of there's something I need to do as opposed to how can my body, how can my body feel love for me? Yeah. You know, I want to point out too that you said that she told you at the beginning that your son just needed love and that he could not be loved if you didn't love yourself. And a lot of times as moms, we think, oh, we just have to give it all to our kids, give, give, give. Mm -hmm. But if we are depleted, if we don't take care of who we are, how in the world can we take care of our kids and those that we care about and that we love? And uh, so we have to take care of ourselves. So I really love that. And I just wanted to kind of bring that in. So Mm. if somebody was going through this and wanting to actually work with you, where could they actually find you and and be able to connect with you? Can I just preface just before I jump in and share anything? Oh, absolutely. Can I I just say that there is, because I know I came from such a space of judgment that that if you don't, if there's anyone listening that is not in love with self, because it's an ever unfolding of loving oneself, a deepening of love, that there is no, there's no room for judgment here. So there's no judgment. It's like where you are is where you are. And it's, and it's, and it's perfect. If you're listening and you're in that place, know, just know that this is your starting point, or maybe you're a little bit further along the way or wherever you are, but where you are is okay and it's acknowledging where you are to then start or to continue moving back in the direction of coming home to, to love. So I just really want, wanted to share that because that's not the place from a place of judgment because we can, and, you know, whilst we, you know, I, I'm finding this as I'm loving myself more, my ability to love and connect more deeply with my kids is deepening. Oh, Yeah. For sure, because you understand it now. You you know how it feels, and if mm. you can't feel it yourself, how can you give it? So, I just mm. really love that, mm. and, and I love that you've even expressed that it has gotten way better mm. since then. So that's beautiful. And again, so where could they find you? <laughs> yes. um, so you can jump onto my website, lisa.com. I've just put up a page, work with me, or you can email me and just, and, and I will come back in contact. You can connect with me on YouTube and watch any of my conversations under the Good News Guide. It's also a podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I'm on all the social media links, actually under Lisa Winicky. So my podcast and YouTube is the Good News Guide, but everything else is Lisa Winicky. Okay, perfect. We'll make sure we put all of that in the show notes too, so it'll be easy access for everyone. And um, Lisa, again, thank you for coming on the show, sharing your vulnerable story of you know being able to just be in the raw and and be okay with sharing how you were feeling and what you were going through and being able mm-hmm. to get through that you know we all go through stuff and we all have a story but you know sometimes it's just that one thing that's why I love to share one little 
tool or mm. technique that you can that they could use to move them forward. So thank you again for joining us on the show today. And we hope to have you back again. Thank you so much, Donna. This is Donna and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow.